What's good, what's good, what's good? You are now tuned in to another episode of Best of Both Worlds. Do I sound okay? Hopefully. Let me see. Parting a few taps. I'm just trying to figure this mic situation out so I could get started. Uh, shout out to all the old listeners. Shout out to all the new listeners. If you heard about this podcast on Instagram, shout out to you. If you heard about this podcast via word of mouth, shout out to everybody that's been spreading the good word. Um, got a lot of good feedback from see it from episode one of this season and i appreciate that um got some criticism as well so i'm trying to be mindful of some of those errors and some of those small things that could make this podcast a lot better than what it was you feel me so yeah man we back we back with another episode i'm still in good great spirits man i'm still fasting i'm still learning i'm still growing and i'm still spreading the positivity um before i start i want to say thank thank you to god you know what i mean i want to thank god for everything Everything and everyone that has entered my life, every opportunity that has arised, um, and everything that, everything that is to come in the near future, you know what I mean? The good and the bad. You learn from the bad, so all the bad is really good, so everything is good. You feel me? Yeah, that's that. First topic I have listed down um, to jump right into everything is I want to say thank you to someone very, very special to me. Um, a lot of many of you have heard the older episodes and heard, you know, I, I, I give show appreciation to all of my mente- mentors, mentees, everybody in my life who I've been learning from. You know, what I mean, aunts, uncles, uh, my parents, my friends, life experiences, everything. But I really, really want to put some emphasis on my appreciation for Maya. For those who don't know who Maya is, Maya is my girlfriend, my best friend, <laughs> and just a really, really great, wholesome human being. And yeah, baby, if you're listening, I love you and thank you for everything. Really, really, really appreciate her. And I've learned a lot from from my girlfriend, man. Like she's really she's really that great that a great person, you know what I mean? Like in relationships, you always want to have somebody that's good by your side, that brings out the best in you, in all aspects, in all walks of life. And she has been that for me. And, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to be the same. So, <laughs> and yeah, if you're listening, I tell you a lot how much I appreciate you, and I'm thankful. But you don't. I don't think y'all really understand, and I really can't put it into words. So, yeah, I'm gonna try my best here. Like I said, man, I, I learned a lot. I learn, and I'm currently learning a lot from her. She motivates me and supports me and everything, whether she intends to do so or not. You know, there's been times where I've watched her do things that I know she maybe didn't want to do. And I'm like, you know, I should be doing the same thing, you know. I'm getting a little too comfortable, you know. And she was major. She was major in me making a transition, a life transition I've been making recently. Um, I know I said there were some outside resources, as in, you know, me seeing people around me and, uh, I mean, I want to be like those who I love back home and 
me realizing I got too comfortable in life. But a real big part that I left out was she has been motivating me as well. You know, she has been that bug in my ear. It's like, hey, you know, let's try some new things. Hey, let's, you know, work on our diet. Let's work on working out. Let's work on being consistent. Let's work on, you know what I mean, getting good grades. Let's challenge each other. And let's not, yeah, like compete almost. Like, you know, like. Let's let's just push each other, you know. Iron sharpens iron. Let's let's be that. So, shout out to you, Maya. Yeah, much appreciation. I've learned so 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 much. And one thing I've learned that I really wanted to touch touch on before I left this topic, for me, for the younger listeners, for the, those who are new to relationships, and for those who have been in relationships for some for some time, but maybe, you know, slipping from some of those old habits. And yo, man, don't forget how important that that significant other is in your life, you know, you know what I mean, with a bike, man, without one of those wheels, you're not going nowhere, you know, you're going to be balanced for so long, but two wheels make for a better ride, especially if both of them are turning, and yeah, two two wheels make for a better ride, that's, 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 I'm going to end that analogy, so that's, that's what I learned, that's the one thing I want to touch on, man, <laughs> I don't really want to go too, too far, because I could go on for days, and I'll get lost, and I'm trying to avoid going from tangent to tangent, you know what I mean? I want to stay on topic. So yeah, that 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 would be what I what I cap this off with is don't forget how important your significant other is, especially if you have a real good one on your side. Cuz a lot of people don't get lucky enough to find that or have that. So yeah, that's valuable. Next topic I want to touch on is what went on this last weekend when I was away. Um this weekend there was a men's retreat for my church. Shout out to Speak Life and the whole church family. The men's retreat. We were in some city in Tennessee, man. Everything down here is country to me, so I'm going to just say some country city, man. It was a country. Um, <laughs> we was out in Tennessee in the country, man. We out in the mountains, and uh, we had a cabin. I haven't gone on any of the previous trips because this is, you know, my first time actually being with this church, so or my first year with the church, and... It was great. It was great to really sum up how it was and what happened. I mean, the, for one, to put it all in one word, it was great, man. It was, uh, it was, it was great. It was amazing. Um, it was fun. It was. Yeah, that's not one word, but <laughs> oh well, man. You get it, man. It's. It was. It was. It was a lot of great things, man. And and I really appreciated that trip. I appreciated being invited. And, you know, that's another thing, you know, to, to tie back into the previous topic, man. I appreciate Maya for even, I don't know, man. It, I know it's not her doing, man. It was a greater source that brought us together. But that was to meet her and then to be introduced to this church family and to be introduced to this church in general and just be around these good people, man. It's great. It's great. I really thank God for it. And I'm I'm, I'm really grateful for it. But like I said, we were in the cabin. Um, this year we had 25, 25 uh, guys come up, and from what I was told in previous years, I mean the mo the max was like fifteen, maybe, yeah, like ten to fifteen people, max. So yeah, that's that's a huge jump, man. Twenty five or twenty twenty five or twenty three, something like that. It was a lot of people, um, and there were only ten beds, and part of the men's retreat. I speak life is to compete for beds. You know, we go and we do mini golf, putt putt, and you come up top, you get a bed. Come in the top ten, you get a bed, 
and anything below that you better find a good couch space on the floor or an air mattress if you were smart enough to bring one so yeah it was great the first day it was good to just be around a, a bunch of good brothers you know well the whole weekend it was good to be around a bunch of good brothers but the first day you know it was good getting adjusted i didn't really want to do too much even though I, I still did too much you know i was talking a little crazy that first day uh just being competitive man it was a real competitive environment but it was a real peaceful environment you know so i'm talking crazy a lot of people was trying to violate the rules be slick and i was calling people out and i was you know trying to get people some extra points you know like every our penalty for doing something wrong in our in our during our game is strokes you know what i mean and for those who play golf for those who do mini golf for fun you know like a stroke is major man like one stroke could end your whole game you know one hole can end your whole game but yeah, like they're like each penalty, the the minimum penalty is like two strokes, and it's twenty five people, and you competing for bed, so every stroke matters, you know what I mean? So you try to catch people do anything wrong. If you get hit with a ball, if a stranger hits you with their ball, or if anything, man, you have to look out and be conscious about everything because anything that the council, <laughs> in quotation, anything that the council views is wrong, man, you're gonna get strokes and. Sometimes they're lenient, other times they're not, man. Most times they're not, you know what I mean? We had we had holes where people got up to like 100 strokes. <laughs> so, like, at that point, you already out the game. <laughs> at that point, you're already out the game because, like I said, you got 10 beds and it's 25 people. So, 100 strokes on a hole where everybody's getting two or three, you're, you're down pretty bad. So as that person, you're going to try everything to get 100 strokes to as many people as possible. So it was competitive, man. So that's that's pretty much a, a gist of what happened. I learned what I learned from the trip. I learned a lot. Oh, no, I'm skipping one. What Who I met. From who I met, I learned a lot. So that kind of jumps into the next one. But, yeah, who I met, man, I met some great people, man, some amazing people. During devotional, we had devotional both day, both Saturday morning and Sunday morning. And, you know, after each devotional, we all, you know, we gave everybody, everybody a chance to talk if you wanted to say something or, you know, just get something off your chest. And uh, Sunday morning, I spoke up and I didn't really clarify what or get across what I really wanted to say. So for everybody listening who was a part of the trip and for everybody who's listening who wasn't a part of the trip, I would just like to say that I'm thankful and blessed for the opportunity to be around a bunch of brothers who show the right way to be men of God. You see what I'm saying? They set the example. They set a great example, an example that I haven't really had in my life. You know what I mean? Like aside from my dad, it wasn't common for me to see men of the church be themselves be comfortable in their skin in their true skin embrace their weaknesses and their flaws and be men of god you see what i'm saying and maybe that's just because i haven't had too much in the church experience and i haven't been around too many churches but yeah man it, it was just it's refreshing you know and a lot of those guys have similar stories and come from similar backgrounds. A lot of those guys, you know, we recognize. 
And that's really all I can really say is we recognize. And I just want to say I'm thankful. You know, I, I these these are all these were all men who come from lifestyles and habits that they're not proud of. But they don't forget where they come from. You know what I mean? They don't behave as though they're better than the next man because their walk with Christ is not at the same level as theirs because they're further along. These are men who, yeah, they are men of God and yeah, they're good, good people. They could still have a good time. You know what I mean? They could still... Everybody was comfortable. Everything was genuine. Everything was authentic. That's what I'm looking for. Authenticity. There was a lot of authenticity. And I've witnessed a lot of times when me trying to find my own way in the church, you know, away from what my parents taught me and away from what my parents tried to show me, just me and my own journey. There weren't too many times where I could feel and see and sense the authenticity with a lot of the brothers of the church that I was around, you know, it was like, it was almost like, all right, you got people that's in the church and it's like, all right, they're saved or their, their ideology is, oh, I'm here and this is who I am now. I'm no longer who I once was. So forget who that, forget that old person, but also I'm not going to associate myself or I'm not going to really accept or embrace somebody who's not at the same level as me. I'm not going to embrace or accept somebody who is working, but it, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it's different now. It's different now. I'm with some people that's like, they recognize we may not be at the same level or at the same stage, but that's okay. We are brothers in Christ. You know what I mean? A lot of us a lot of us say we live by the laws that we've been taught, but in our reality, we contradict those laws. So, yeah, man, I'm going to jump off that, man. I don't want to lose too many of my listeners. So what if I do? Because at the end of the day, that's what I believe in. I'm not going to hold back, but I still want to keep everybody engaged. So, yeah, man, that's those are the, those are the people I met. And actually, that's what I learned as well is. I can be comfortable, I can still be myself, and I can still be an advocate for my Lord. You see what I'm saying? Like, these are guys who, yeah, man, they just lead the way in a good way, man. They represent a, a type of man that I'm, that I'm looking to be. So, yeah. <laughs> That's that on that, man. The men's retreat was great. It was fun. Uh, it was competitive. It was a men's retreat, man. Like, if we walk in the cabin, you could tell there were no women <laughs> in terms of, like, just the upkeep and the smell. Like, it was it was, it was, was dudes, man. It was dudes. And that it took a, 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 it was an adjustment the first day. Sadly, another thing, too, to add on to it before I wrap out. I, the first night, I didn't get a bed, man. I, I didn't get a bed the first night. I slept on a couch in a theater. There was a uh, a theater in the basement of the cabin, and uh, they had some 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 reclining couches. Man, I slept in there for the first night. But that second night, I got me a suite. Man, came in top five. And, I mean, they called me LeBrock out there. So yeah, man, I was I was giving it up, but it was cool, man. It was fun. Um, 
yeah, man, that's what happened. Those are the guys I met. Those are the type of people I met. And from who I met, I learned how to maneuver and operate in this new space, man. It's a new space for me because I haven't been, I haven't really tried to tackle my journey alone. This is the first time in my life I'm doing so. And yeah, I'm learning a lot, growing a lot. And yeah, I want to get into my next topic. So my next topic is the importance of a seven-day commitment or the importance of seven-day commitments in general. One of the guys I met at the men's retreat goes by the name of Frog. Shout out to Frog, man, if you're listening. If you're not, if somebody's listening and they want to share this with them, I may even send you this podcast, whatever. Um, Frog, man, that's a, that's a real good brother right there, man. Sharp and Sharp individual. This is somebody who is not only a man of God and is consistent in the word, but this is a man who subscribes to feeding your mind and feeding your energy, up sustaining a level of excellence in your aura and your energy, keeping track and feeding your your, your chakras. You know what I mean? He he's big on all that. Is a balanced individual, has a military background, dealt with some trauma early in life, um, not only in the military, but in life experiences, and just never use anything as an excuse. Frog, man, you're 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 a great guy, man. We had a great conversation and built we built on on, on that and yeah, man, salutes to you, man. So he reminded me of the importance of a seven-day commitment, hence why I wrote it down as a podcast topic, is a lot of times we commit to challenges and we commit to lifestyle changes or we commit to new practices and new habits we want to create. But we say, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this a week thing. I'm going to do this five days out of the week. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to get back on to the old thing. But like, that doesn't necessarily work, and that's not going to get you to the point you want to be at. Because if you want something to become a lifestyle, your lifestyle, like your life doesn't stop Friday and then continue Monday. Your life is ongoing. Every day that you're alive is part of your life. So when you want to make a difference and you want to do new things, you want to do better things, it's best that you stay away from Oh yeah, Saturdays are my rest days, Saturdays are my off days, Sundays, you know, I chill. Because that's really just an excuse and it's it's it makes it easier for you to get back to doing the old things that you used to do. Because you're in that space. You you put yourself in a mindset where it's like, Alright, I can chill now. I did what I had to do. Now I'm gonna relax. And then when it's time to get back into go time, you don't really bounce back the way you want to. Things may not happen as gracefully as you want them to. It may not feel. It, it, you almost, and not saying it's going to be easier because it's not easy, but you almost start to become your old self, and that's something that you want to avoid. So it's best to do seven days, man. If you're if you're working out and you're trying to lose weight or you whatever, if you want to work out and that's part of you working on being a new you and being better, I would say do seven days a week, man, every day. Some days don't, you know, just don't work out the same muscles back to back to back because that's 
you can strain your muscles and you could overdo it. But, you know, be wise, be smart about how you're doing it. Make it work so that your body doesn't shut down on you. But do it. There is no excuse in your body. You you can go seven days. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. You you can. So, yeah, if you're working out, do seven days. If you're reading, don't just, oh, yeah, I'm going to read Monday through Friday. Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to do whatever. Do every day because you're going to have time each and every day. There are a lot of times where we try to find an excuse. Oh, you know, Saturdays I I don't work or Saturdays I get busy. And Oh, that's, that's another. Yeah, we get conditioned by old lifestyle habits. Like, oh, you know, I work weekdays and I'm off Saturday, Sunday. Like that is independent from, well, not really, but that doesn't really play a role in when you're trying to become a better you, you know what I mean? Like the fact of the matter is, man, cuz I feel like I'm dragging and I feel like I'm not really getting my point across, but 7-day commitments are the greater, more efficient, more effective challenges. Whatever you say you're going to do or whatever you say you want to do and whatever you're you're doing, make it consistent. And make it last. Make it an everyday thing so that it becomes an actual habit. So that you don't slip back into that old funk and so that you can stay on the right path. I don't have any more topics I wanted to touch on. But I do want all of my listeners to leave this episode on a positive note. I know it may be kind of challenging to stay in the right mindset listening to my voice. It's monotone. I'm working on it. Um, But yeah, take this. If you didn't hear anything, hear this. When you look at, change the mindset that you have when you look at your days, right? A lot of us, we say, oh, I hate, you know, today was a long day. I hate it. Yada, yada, yada. Long days are better. When the day drags on and the eight hours you spend, the nine hours, ten hours you spend doing whatever, when it feels like 24 hours you've been doing that, value that and hold on to it. Um, When you're in the moment, don't, you know, don't, don't be stuck in the past, but Hold on to it while you're in that because we all have that feeling. We all know and we all say time flies. We all know and we all say, dang, man, I miss the times when dot, dot, dot. We take for granted the time that we have and time is not infinite. We there's we all have to die at some point. And you don't want to expedite that. I I don't want let me not speak for you. Let me not speak for no one else. I don't want to expedite that. So that's one thing that I'm keeping in my mind is when a day feels like it's a long day, while I'm in it, I tell myself, you know what, I, I'm thankful for this and I thank God. For even being alive. 
for for even being able to live through this time that feels like it's forever. Because a lot of my best days, when I think back on on those days, it was like the same eight, nine, ten hours feel like twenty minutes. When I think about a lot of those good times I have with a lot of my cousins and old friends, a lot of those cookouts we had where all the family was together and everybody was just in, in harmony. When I used to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to go home, man. I ain't really want to come over here. Now I'm looking at it like, dang, man, if I can get that time back. Or not even getting back that time, but if we can get those relationships back on the same page, getting those relationships back to what they used to be. You start to think like, man, it's not even worth it to complain. Just make the most out of it and appreciate this time. So... Yeah, man. Look at look at your days differently and take that from this podcast. Time is valuable and just try to move through life in a more positive lens or look through life and look at life through a more positive lens. Because once that time is gone, it's gone. And just like the time, once I'm gone, I'm gone and I'll be back with another episode. So if you like what you heard, man, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to and or listening on. If you like what you heard, share the word with your friends and whoever else. If you want to be a part of the podcast, DM me at ibrock88. I won't be back on Instagram until August, but when that time comes, I will visit all of your DMs. If you have topics you want me to touch on, do the same thing, man. DM me. If you know me personally and have my number, text me, call me, whatever. I'm always available. I'm always around. If I'm working or if I'm doing something, I'll carve out some time right after or on a break or whatever, and we can make something happen. So, yeah, I'm out. We don't stop, but the time do. Love is in another life, let me remind you. Look back, see me behind you. Can ride.